What's up, podcast subscribers? We are back with another episode of the Real Talk Podcast. And today we have a very special guest. The girl can cook, Kayla. Hello. So (laughs) Kayla is joining us today for this episode. Kayla is a bomb-ass, do we want to say chef? Yes. Chef? Okay. Um, And Kayla actually won Bravo's Top Chef Amateur Season 1. Mm-hmm. Um, so clearly, clearly baby girl can cook. Um, that is not a skill that I have, but I'm glad somebody does. So Kayla, tell me a little bit about your background and like, how did you, how did, number one, how did you know you wanted to cook? Cause. Oh man. So first of all, you know, being in the South, Uh everything is about food, right? Yes. I mean, when we go places, when things happen, like, you lose a tooth, honey, we're having a cookout. Yes. Baby birthday parties, we're having a cookout. Yes. So I've always been around food. And my dad um, is a really great cook. Um, my mom also is a great cook. And I come from a, a long line of just good cooks. Mm-hmm. But um, I I think it was when I was younger. You know, I'm a, I'm a twin. And I have two younger sisters that are twins. So it's four of us. Oh, my gosh. Us. Yeah, my mom had two sets of twins. Now, how is that? Is that's Oh, not baby, a... it's a hot-ass mess. Oh, <laughs> It's a hot mess, honey. That's what it is. I said, are y'all identical twins? Okay, so here's the thing. So we're all fraternal. Oh, shit. But my twin and I, we look alike, but we don't look exactly alike. Like, she's light-skinned. I'm dark-skinned. Okay. She's a little bit smaller. I'm a little bit thicker. Okay. (laughs) But um, my two younger sisters that are twins, one of them looks like me. And the other know. one looks like her. So people always get us confused. They're Y'all's like, jeans are jeaning. Oh, baby. Baby, the jeans People are get genin. us confused. They're like, is that their twin? I'm like, no, that's my younger sister. And I'm like, oh. Okay, yeah. That's interesting. But, um, yeah, we, we've always been around food. And I think when I was about nine, um, my mom, she was a very hard worker. Um, she's worked for the state for many years. And she would always cook us a balanced meal every night. Mm-hmm. Like, meat starch um green you know vegetables like bread it was always so balanced and i just admired the fact that you know she would take the time to prepare a meal for us every single night her and my dad so um one day i just decided that i wanted to take the load off of her and try to dibble and dabble i would watch her and watch my dad see what they were doing and we decided to make her a meal one day and that was my first time ever really cooking on my own Mm -hmm. i think i was i was about eight or nine and um, all my sisters chimed in. They all helped. And we prepared this big, elaborate meal for her. It was a little ratchet and tacky. Hey, but it was good. Get it how you live. And that was the first time that I really, like, figured out, like, hey, I'm actually kind of good. Like, it came to me like this. Yeah. It, it was never something I really had to learn. And it was so weird to me that I just picked up on it the way I did. But, um, you know, that's that's kind of how I got into it. Mm-hmm. And I started cooking more. I started experimenting more, and it just kind of happened. <laughs> well, you know, you're 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 100 right about being in the South. Like, yes. it's about food. Like, yes. we eat. And I don't know. You know, obviously, we just met, and I remember. Um, I think you followed me on Instagram, mm-hmm. and I was like, and and people think like, especially like if you have a lot of followers or whatever, you don't pay attention to stuff. Oh. I pay attention. I do look, yes. and you know, I try to respond to messages and things like that. And I remember you following me, and I was like, oh, let me check her out. So I went, and it was all this food, and I was like, yes, oh shit, and you followed me back, and I followed I was you like, back. Ah, 
already did not. And I followed you back, and I was like, yeah. oh, this shit looks good. Yeah, thank you. And um, so I don't know if you really know, like, a whole lot about me, but I'm from I'm from Bessemer, Alabama. Mm-hmm. So it's baby, the hood. Baby, we get down. I okay, down. big Bessemer, okay? <laughs> and so that's where I'm from, and my grandmother was always cooking like Mm -hmm. my grandmother could cook and she actually like i remember when i was little like she used to make i mean she would cook the thanksgiving and the and the the everything come on and she used to always make this these mashed potatoes Mm. that literally just made you want to just i mean like yeah and and she died a long time ago and you will never find i've never found mashed potatoes again that have like that are Mm. like hers you know like i don't know what it is that she did to them she never would tell you but her mashed potatoes were so damn good Mm. And I'm like, but you know that's how we eat here. And you go other places and you're like, what is it? Like, Man, it's crazy to me listen. you go somewhere they don't have sweet tea. Oh, listen, honey. Baby, tell me about it. Like, and, and, <laughs> I've been some places and I'm like, y'all don't know what grits are? Uh, what, what is this? What? Like, like it's, it's, a, it's a regional thing here in the South. Like, with food, it's such, it's, it's such a big part of our culture down yes. here. So, you know, when we do go to these other places, they have good food, but it, it, soul yes. food. Like barbecue. Food, barbecue. And soul Baby, food. you're like, not going to find it anywhere. And, and, you know, hello, yes, I'm white, but I grew up in Bessemer. So, I'm like, collard oh, greens know? and hot sauce is one of my favorite foods. Baby. And, you know, it's so funny because people are like, what the hell are you? And I, one, of my, one of my guilty pleasures. Mm. And it's gross. Let us know. Ketchup. And rice. No. Oh man. You nasty. I just exposed myself. Look, you exposed yourself. I just exposed myself. I love ketchup and scrambled eggs. Yeah. And I, I can w- see that. And I also eat ketchup on macaroni. Oh hell no. Nah. Nah. <laughs> but look, 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 look. Okay, I'm putting, I, I know the look, eggs. Look, look. Okay, so look. Not like a good macaroni that my uh-huh. grandma like just cooked up. You know, not like that. Yeah. But. Like craft macaroni. Craft macaroni. Okay, when yeah. I was in, when I was growing up in the projects, like we were, my mom was an alcoholic and we was broke. Okay, yeah. so like I, I mean, when we lived where we lived, mm-hmm. it was sugar water mayonnaise sandwiches because yeah. we were that broke. Oh, but we would, she would buy like craft the box macaroni, mm-hmm. and I would like she would make that and I put ketchup on it. Yeah, and like that's what, and I would thought I thought that's I was eating good, time. you know. Yeah. And so it's like even though it's awful and not really great for you, I like mean, you eat it and you're like. This brings back memories to yes. when they were shooting each other outside of the project. I have a recipe like that that is complete nostalgia for me. It means so much to me because I grew up on it. And a lot of other people feel that way. And I'm telling you, sometimes I read the comments on it. It actually just did a million views on YouTube. Oh, yeah, wow. that one video. But um, I read the comments sometimes and they bring me to tears because it's a lot of generations that have come on there. And they're like, oh, I remember this recipe. This we reminds me of way back when. Oh, I ate this and it just made me feel so good. I'm like, oh. That's what I wanted to. That's Look, what I, I put want. Across, I'm so emotional. <laughs> I love that. Though. Yes, like, I love that. Really, I put my heart and soul into it, man. I have to. And and I just love like you think about like food. It's it, it's something that's so like I mean, hello, we all got to eat, but like food, like really does bring people together and like yes. connects you and like brings you back so many memories. It bridges the gap to a so, lot. So tell us about. Top Chef, yes. and what brought that about? What made you decide, I'm going to go on Top Chef and oh, see? Oh, man. Let me tell you. So, first of all, I've only been on social media with my cooking journey for about maybe three years. Mm-hmm. Like, doing it, for, like, making it serious. Like, being really 
And speaking of, we're going like, to get to this in a minute, but you are the YouTube queen for cooking. So we're going to talk about that. I wish. But, but yeah, so um, about two years ago, it was, a, it was 2020, um, I was just bebopping around on Instagram. I finally took this thing serious because I realized that people like what I do. And um, I got a message in my inbox. And I thought it was a joke. Mm-hmm. I was like, who is this lady reaching out to me? A talking casting about, producer? Yeah, it was a casting producer. I'm like, who's this lady just in my Instagram like that? And so it was <laughs> it was kind of weird to me because I didn't know this is, this is that's fam. how that happened. Yeah, they would just I, message you. I didn't you. know. Yeah. So um, she reached out to me. And I'm so glad that she did. And I'm glad that I paid attention. And they asked, like, hey, what do you think about being on a cooking show? And I was like. Huh. It's my time to shine. It's right. My time to I was shine. like, like okay. let me go fuck it up. And you know, you know, one thing that <clears throat> I put a lot of emphasis on is, you know, I wasn't expecting that and it happened. Mm-hmm. And when it happened, because I was very nervous about it, first of all, it's, I didn't feel like it wasn't that I wasn't prepared, but it was something I, I wasn't used to. And right. it happened so fast. Like right. I was just on social media yesterday with just a little bit of followers. And here I am today. And these people asking me to be on the show. On Top Chef. Like, yeah, it was kind of cool. I was like, wow. But um, it it happened so effortlessly, like everything just fell into place. I'm glad it and... happened for you that way. <laughs> yeah, it, it it went it went it went well. So she reached out to me and um asked me about the show, and I was like, yeah. So I auditioned and I got on the show. That's long story awesome. short, it's a long story short. Long story so short. So you go on Top Chef mm-hmm. and you're cooking all these things, yes. and you're you're doing the thing. You're cooking now. I'm not going to lie, I haven't, I've seen a little bit of Top Chef, but I haven't mm-hmm. seen like a, I don't think I've ever watched like a whole season. Mm-hmm. Is it, are you like voted off? Like, do they have to no, eat it and so like choose? with the amateurs, the way the platform was set up for this particular um, spinoff, it was a, they, they selected 24 chefs, but we all had our own episode. Okay. So you only competed within the people who were in your episode. Okay. And we were on teams with um, old Top Chef winners or runner-ups. So um, I was with, uh, oh, I don't want to pronounce his last name wrong. I love him so much. I always jack his last name up. <laughs> oh, I'm not even going to try to pronounce <laughs> it because I hate to do that. But anyway, um, we were on there together and they gave us a challenge and we had to compete against the other team. Okay. So, um, and that was based off the judges and our style So they have of to eat it. They had to eat it. Yeah. They had okay. to taste it. And Does um, it, anybody get on there just, just be bad? Because I, I mean, watched Nailed It. Have you ever watched Nailed It? Yes. So I've watched Nailed It, and I'm like, that would be my show. Because, baby, I can't cook. They were pretty honest. I, You know, they were pretty honest about what we did. And if, if it was something they didn't like, they would tell us. Mm-hmm. And after watching the show, you know, after everything went on, um, I saw, like, yeah, they, they they were being honest about what they what they saw. Like, even with my dish, um, I originally, well, well, first of all, the challenge was to deconstruct lasagna like classic lasagna deconstruct it what's that so mean? basically make lasagna without it being lasagna exactly How what you in the world see i'd already been voted because, off because lasagna is lasagna because of lasagna right right like most if you think about it if you think about it spaghetti lasagna, i can make spaghetti but look though think look spaghetti lasagna ziti uh, any type of red meat pasta is pretty much the same, but it's different because of the shape of the pasta. Oh, like baked ziti uh, uses a, the same meat sauce as spaghetti. It, it means really spa- is the same. So I'm I mean, learning. it's like, how the hell do I change lasagna <laughs> and make it something different? So, so many things is going through my mind. Like, I was like, well, wait, <laughs> let's, let's deconstruct lasagna Ugh, because honey. it's got like, I can't cook. Okay. Let me rephrase that. 
I can't fucking cook. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to act like I'm Paula oh, Bean because, bitch, I'm not. We're going okay? to teach you. I can make spaghetti. <laughs> okay. I can make a bomb-ass chili. Okay. That's it? And I can make an egg custard. Oh, ooh. Hey, a lot of people can't. A that's lot of a, chefs can't. That's about it. The egg custard, that's pretty um, that's However, pretty my husband can cook. Really? And what's funny is when he and I started dating, he could not cook. He ate literally... Like he would like put in bull water. Like he would oh, eat wow. TV. He would eat TV dinners. Wow. Okay, but and I thought I was. I was like, I can cook. I can cook. <laughs> Baby, on our first date, I went to Publix and I got chicken salad and I put that shit in Tupperware and I acted like I made it. And he was like, This no, shit did. is good. Not. And I'm like, mm, Good, ain't it? <laughs> and then he caught my ass one time. He's like, Make that chicken salad again. I was like. I don't have the ingredients, right. you know, so, it, so I can't, I'm not a good cook, and I don't think I have the patience, really, to be a good yeah. cook, but it's weird, because, like your family, my grandmother was a good cook, my mom was a good cook, mm-hmm. um, and so I um, just, just it's just not, it's just not for me. You have to have a love for it, yeah, you know, to really be interested in it. I mean, it's a basic life skill, and a lot of people... Now, I can live. I can right, live. Right, right. I can live. Like, like you say, you can make your certain things. Like, we can we can all cook to an extent, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, when you really want to consider it as, like, an art form, like, it takes patience. It takes interest. It takes yes. passion. And if you don't have that, you know, some things just won't come to you. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. So... It's not for everybody. We started doing HelloFresh. Oh, yeah, I love HelloFresh. Okay, so that's how my husband started cooking. HelloFresh so is awesome. we started doing HelloFresh, and he would like, because he is very much, whereas I am, I'm hood. So I'm like, <laughs> what? Pepper, just till your soul tells you to stop. Yeah, you know? baby. And sugar, just, ha- I, when I would make sweet tea, everybody loved my sweet tea. My, yeah. my, my dad used to just tell me it was, um, what did he say? It was just sugar tea because, like, my sweet tea was sweet. <laughs> Diabetes. You know? and, yes, and you just put as much sweet tea, I mean, as much sugar in there until your yeah. soul tells you to stop. Yeah. But my husband was very, like, follow recipes. Like, <clears throat> if we have something, he's going to follow instructions, like, to the tea. Man. And so we got HelloFresh. Mm-hmm. He started cooking with that and learned how to cook. Yeah. And then he started really loving it. Yes. So now he's able to like actually cook. And I'm like, thank you, Jesus, because I think I think, you know, when you start seeing results with anything, you'll begin to love it. Mm. Like for they, instance. They, I keep trying to tell I'm, myself that working. I'm out, like but. overweight, right? Like I, I can I can stand to lose like a hundred pounds, maybe maybe a hundred pounds by tomorrow. We'll see. But uh, tomorrow. look, like but I like to eat too much. Well, right. But you know, I've been going to the gym here recently and um it took me into going and seeing results before I actually started to like it. Mm-hmm. And now that it's a part of my routine, I enjoy it a little bit more. I'm still fed. <laughs> but B-H-A-T, pretty hot and temp. My body fat percentage going down, so that's okay. <laughs> but uh still got, got a little work to do. But you know, when you see the results, it's mm-hmm. you know, you 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 can become passionate about it a little bit more. So in my opinion. So kind of kind of like walk me through what is your, like, do you cook every night? Hell no. Okay, because that was my thing. Like, if you're cooking all the time. I post frequently, and people think yeah. that, but I Like, do not. oh, my gosh, some of the stuff that you post, I'm like, girl, <laughs> I wish you lived close to me because I will come over and eat. <laughs> Listen, like, we're going to have to get together, man. Please. Yes. I need, like, everything you post, I'm like, I need to try that. Oh, my goodness. That looks so good. So what do you do with all the food? Do you do you just eat the food that you cook that you make? Because well, you're constantly making all these videos. Yes. So um, I do cook for my family. And 
a lot of it. Well, first of all, when I cook, I write out my recipes to where they fit a family of my size. Okay. But I write them out so that they can be doubled easily because I know everybody doesn't have a family of two or three. So, you know, if you got a family of eight at the house, obviously four hamburger patties and a Salisbury steak recipe is not enough for y'all. Right. But the way I write them out, you know, you can easily double it. If it's one pound, it goes to two pounds. If it's if you want to feed more, then you just put three pounds. And gotcha. It's an extra tablespoon. But um, with all the food, I only cook what I eat. There are some occasions where people will ask me for things that I don't eat. Like, I like pork. I love bacon. But my family doesn't really. Mm-hmm. So I don't cook a lot of, like, hams and pork chops and shit. <laughs> like, ribs. Like, I don't do a lot of that. Yeah. But um, if somebody asks me for it, they say, hey, like, we really want this. And they show me interest. I'll cook it. And I'll eat it by myself. So or I give it to my you- friends. Do you like, what is it that you're doing now? Now Top Chef is over. Everything has calmed down with that. You're this chef guru. So what are you doing? So prior to Top Chef, I was an educator. Okay. I graduated from Alabama State University. It's a great time to be a hornet. Go ahead, you. (laughs) Anyway. But yeah, I graduated from Alabama State University in in biology and chemistry. Oh, so that's a lot different. Yeah. When I tell you that cooking... And science is like my two first love. Okay. Like, and I think. Well, it's kind of, you know, like. Cooking is science, in my opinion, you know. And I think science kind of pushed me to be a little bit more interested in learning how to do things because I experimented a lot. Right. But um, learn how things work, how, how, like, I remember some chick, I know we get off subject. I remember no, some fine. chick, she asked me one time, she was like, I made my sauce for this Alfredo and I wanted it to have a lemon flavor and I put lemon juice in it and it just separated. And I was like, baby. That's what I would have done. Well, first of all, it's great that you want the lemon flavor, but you're going to have to add like maybe some lemon zest or something because the acid in the lemon is going to break up the sugars in the milk. Like it's going to make it curdle. Like you know how to make buttermilk? Like if My you husband take, does. If you take regular milk. We make our own butter. Yeah. If you take regular milk and you squeeze a few drops of lemon juice in it, it's going to curdle instantly. And it's going to leave you with curds or whey or whatever you want to call it. And then it leaves you with milk. So, you, baby, you can't put the lemon in the milk or it's going to curdle. She was trying to figure it out. But, oh. like, just my science background sometimes yeah. helps me to understand, you know, the relationship with food and science. And, you know, I think it's helped me a lot with bacon because I hate bacon. But bacon is like some some high-tech physics shit. Mm. Like, <laughs> yes. I'm telling you, one ingredient off can, like, Mess make it worse. Everything. Mistake yes. of your life. It's crazy, but but you were able to take your passion, yeah, of of cooking and make that into a career now. Yes, yes. So like I like I was saying, y'all get sidetracked. No, you fine. I get I get but... sidetracked too. I get in trouble all the time. They'd be like, wrap it up. Yeah. So I was I graduated from state and in biology and chemistry, I double majored. Okay. And I was like, um, you small. <laughs> I am a little geek. Not little me, bit. baby. I dropped out of school. <laughs> Stop. I'm a little nerd, low key. But um, I went into being an educator. Okay. I always wanted to teach. And um, I always wanted to teach science because, one, I like to talk. I'm sure y'all know that by now. And two, it's a podcast. That's I a good like thing. To, right. I like to help people. And I like people to understand things that they don't know. Right. Especially when it's not necessarily that I have the answer, but I know the answer because we've proven this through science. Yeah. So I love science. But um, I taught high school. For five years, well, four years. It would have been five this Ooh, year. You are better than me. Yeah, I, I loved went to it. Prison. I loved it. Like, let me tell you one thing about it. Like, 
I, I haven't worked at bad schools. Oh, okay. I will say that I worked at some challenging schools, but they weren't bad. And the only thing that made a difference with me is the fact that, like, if you show those kids that you care and you be patient with them, you know, you really don't have any problems. Like, I cannot say out of the four years that I did teach, I had any issues. And I was strict, honey. Like, cell phones on the wall. Baby, <laughs> don't even walk up in my classroom without putting your phone in this pocket. Or you might as well go ahead and take the zero for the day. Because we're not going to do it. And they respected it. Yeah. Because I laid the rules down the first day. I didn't play with them. And they had to work for their grade. Because mm-hmm. I wasn't going to give it to them. Yeah. And they knew how serious and dorky I was about science. But I made it fun. And, you know, they enjoyed it. And I really do miss them. Like, I had to make a decision. Because I started my YouTube while I was teaching during the pandemic. Okay. You know, COVID hit and all the schools closed in Alabama. And so we were at home. And when they closed in March, they were closed. Like, we weren't doing anything. Yeah. So I was just at home chilling. And I'm like, I always wanted to start a YouTube channel, but I never had the time, you know, because I was always busy with different organizations I'm a part of and, you know, being a wife, being a mom, like, that shit's crazy. So I'm like, man, you know, way I can do that. And then I thought I had to have so much equipment right to start you know i'm teaching alabama i wasn't making no money <laughs> i'm making enough to buy a loaf of bread yeah. you know what i'm saying but um i decided to start um during the pandemic and you know i, I posted like the whole world was watching and it was just me and like five people so I, so how <laughs> often it, were you posting on 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 well youtube during the pandemic i was posting like twice a week okay and um, that's what I could afford to do because food is expensive. It's expensive. And that's where I got the whole I can only cook what we eat thing right. because I can't waste food right now. But um, I posted like twice a week and it stayed there. But I told myself, if you're going to do this, you need to be consistent. Be consistent. Yeah. That's the biggest thing. You have to be consistent. Oh, I've had so many like YouTube friends that, you know, they started out and then they stopped mm-hmm. and they were not consistent. And they was like, how do you be consistent? I was like, I promised myself, like, if you don't do anything, at least post once a week. And I could afford to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I, I spaced it out. I would grocery shop for the month. or for, well, I don't do for the month. I ain't that grown. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't that mature yet, honey. Baby, I ain't neither. Baby, because I go to the grocery store every night if yeah, I can. I see, but that's how I am. I try to do two weeks. So okay. I was trying to plan two weeks. And, um, you know, I plan what I want to do. And if I change my mind, if I feel some other kind of way or somebody asks me for something, then I'll do that. But um, when I started, I did more research about what was more popular. Okay. Because I wanted to get noticed. You know, it's it's a million freaking food channels. Mm-hmm. Like, for some reason, everybody and their mama got a food blog Not me. now. Not like, me, baby. I ain't got no food blogs. <laughs> I'm sure you've seen a lot of them. Though. Like, it's so many different people. That um have tapped into it, and I I, I ain't mad at them, baby, because it's a bag out here for everybody. But um, <laughs> it's enough opportunity to go around for anybody who want it. Okay, yes, if you work for but, it, right? But you got to work for it. But um, it's I, I I went on there to try to find out what was most popular, and the most searched recipe on YouTube at that time was how to fry chicken. Okay. How to make mac and cheese the southern way. Okay. And quarantine meals, like quick quarantine Ooh. meals. So that's what so I was doing. So you just like you do those, and that's what your like title is, right? Well, yeah. Well, see, you're teaching me about YouTube too, because I don't. I'm not a big. Well, YouTuber. that's what I learned because a lot of people will get on YouTube, and they're like, "I'm just gonna post what I want to post." Mm-hmm. Well, that's cool if people are invested in you, 
But if nobody knows what they're looking for, then they don't know what to search for. And YouTube is big on like, you know, if I, what am I looking for? Like, this is what people are looking for. This is what you need to post. So if people want to see cabbage recipes and I need to post something around a cabbage recipe or something, it, it may not be, you know, how to fry cabbage. It could be a cabbage roll, a cabbage soup or something, but you don't want to make it too specific. You want to keep it kind of broad so that, you know, people can easily find it. But like with that quarantine meal, since people were actually looking for quarantine meals, I wouldn't put how to make sausage and eggs. Well, that's not a quarantine meal, but like how to make, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. how to make this one particular thing. Cause people may not be looking for that, but they are looking for quarantine meals. So how to make the best quarantine meal in 2020 COVID or whatever. Okay. Cause that's what people are looking for when they go in there. So, and um, so did you just have like one video that just kind of blew up? Hell yes. This, I did a shrimp Alfredo video and it, oh my God, that was one of the other popular recipes that people were looking for, how to okay. make Alfredo. I absolutely hate Alfredo. Uh, um, yeah. Alfred. Like, uh, get out, get out, get out the hot uh, Get out, you got to go. <laughs> I do not, well, I don't like shrimp Alfredo. Like if I eat it, it has to be just the pasta and the sauce. Like I don't want any meat in it. I don't know what it is. You I think is it's crazy. the, I'm a texture person. I think it's a, it's, I don't know. I hadn't figured it out. It's, it's weird, but maybe it's, I don't know. <laughs> it's good, but you know, I just, I can't handle too much of the creaminess. Um, too, too rich for me, I guess. So these videos that you're making at home mm -hmm. about you cooking, mm -hmm. they popped off so much mm -hmm. that you were able to quit your job as a teacher. Yes. Yes. And, and this is before Top Chef. Or, or this is, this, is well, technically, it's kind of like before and after because I had already filmed Top Chef. Okay. But it hadn't been aired yet. Okay. but Because um, you were just playing around with cooking before that. Before that, yeah. yeah. So I've been monetized on YouTube for two, nope, two or maybe three years, somewhere along 2020. And you said bye to that job. <sighs> yeah, I had to make a decision, man. Like, you know... I was going to work. First of all, I always love food now. Let's get that. Let's make that clear. You know, I've always wanted to cook. But at the time when I went to college, I didn't want to go to culinary school because the only thing I thought I could do was own a restaurant. And, you know, social media has become so freaking crazy now. Like, you can do anything on social media. Anything. Like, you can run a whole business off I social mean, baby, media I run and not have a storefront. A, like, I run around in a row running, chasing a chicken. So, I mean. And, and it could sustain your life. Like, I mean, when I found out the power of social media, I was like, wow, I really can take this and turn it into um, some type of income. Mm -hmm. And I did. So, I got on YouTube. And it got to the point where editing became too much of a task after work. Um, I was focusing more on, like, the food, putting more energy into it. And it was making me more money. Like, YouTube, one thing about YouTube, they're going to pay. They pay, they pay, they pay. You know, it's a good thing. Excuse me, Manager Matt, do you hear this? <laughs> yeah. We like, got to get our life right on YouTube. YouTube is <laughs> lit. I love YouTube. They really support their um, creators. And, um... Shout out to Google, man. Google really be looking out for you, girl. <laughs> but anyway, you know, I you, love YouTube is that. all about Google. Yeah, that's but, amazing. I mean, yeah. it is, it's, I love it because it resonates with me because yeah. it is a story kind of like mine where like I went to nursing school and I didn't love that and I started this photography job and then social media blew up and then yes. all these things. So it's like, it really is like a, you can do whatever you want to do as long as you work hard enough yes. for it. 
Yes. Yeah, like, so I encourage anybody, like if you can get, if you, if you have a passion for something mm-hmm. and you know how to make money off of it, go for it. Like yes. you can do it. Like so many people are into so many different things. Like, Hello. Like I like to watch people eat on YouTube. Oh, I love to watch people like, eat. Like, ASMR. Yes. yes. Like, I love is that? that. I love it. I love but, it. But like I watch it. Yep. And it's something out here for everybody. Like I have a cousin who um he likes mini bikes, mini motorbikes. And he has a YouTube channel for that, specifically to that. And he became monetized off his channel. It's it's an audience for everybody. For everything. You know, yeah. so if you want to do it, go for it. But you got to be consistent. Got to be consistent. Got to, because I'm telling you, you can't, you can't sleep on yourself. You man. can't. You can't. Well, Kayla, I just have to say... I am thoroughly impressed, and I'm so glad that you followed me that day on Instagram. I'm glad you followed me back. I followed you back, and I got to see all of your incredible recipes. And you have some really, really big things coming up in the future, and I can't wait to see that and see where that takes you. And thank you for being here on the podcast and kind of just talking to us and explaining what it is that you do because it's so cool. And um, I'm proud of you. I'm I'm proud proud of you. you. I'm proud of (laughs) you. We just met, and I'm proud of you. I feel like we're already best friends. So um, I really appreciate you being here. I appreciate you for having me. Yeah. I really do. Well, that is it for today's episode of the Real Talk Podcast. If you're not already, make sure that you hit that ding notification bell and subscribe below. And we will see you on the next episode of Real Talk.